We are rolling. This is Justin, and I have glasses. Hi, this is Joshua, and I just realized Justin is talking in a weird voice. Yeah, I'm Martin, and I realized everybody is really awkward since it's recording now. Yeah, this is the first episode <laughs> of the Apathetic <laughs> Life Podcast. Wow! wow. Today Hooray. we have hosts Justin, Joshua, and Martin, and That's our me. great fact checker over here, Jaeyoung. And yeah, this is the first recording of the first episode, the first podcast to exist at St. Paul Preparatory Seoul. The one and only. Yeah, the Apathetic Life Podcast. We're not pathetic. Good punch, yeah. Good punchline. Good punchline. So, uh, despite this being the uh, first ever recording we have, I still wanted to. You talk like this. Sorry, I have to be a good host. I still want this to be kind of pseudo official and kind of correlating with what our constitution of our club is written. So let's just get straight into the topics. So our podcast is going to talk about a main theme every episode. And every now and then we'll probably get into other interesting themes and trivia and probably go on a lot of tangents. But there is going to be one theme, main theme per episode. And today's theme is going to be... Future technology. <laughs> Recently, uh, the world has been surprised with the appearance of ChatGPT, the most, well, currently the most powerful uh, consumer AI product I yet by OpenAI. Yeah, me too. I'm I, not I, used I to couldn't this stay yet. in school without ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> ChatGPT is my only friend, you know. Yeah, you know. Like, uh, so to give some more I'm context. Yeah. Our school <laughs> teachers have apparently done a meeting on how they are going to combat the use yeah. of ChatGPT. I'm not sure if that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. We delete that. Leave that <laughs> yes, the, I think the decision that's been reached is that each teacher has their own policy on the use of ChatGPT. Yeah. I think our English teachers have made it clear that they are not allowing the use of it and almost any kind of homework or assignment. Aww. Yeah, and they are gonna try to check that we aren't using any other sources except for our head. Okay. And uh, my computer science teacher, Mr. M, has allowed every use of ChatGPT and actually encourages it oh, really? because he feels like it's good tool for the future and oh, a good aid that's really interesting yeah but that's also because we're not writing essays we're writing code and it's a bit different and it, we don't do much like homework we just do everything in class so it's a lot harder if you're gonna use chapter gpt so i don't think he thinks it's that significant but you know you hear um headlines on like how ChatGPT has passed some kind of medical exam yeah, did yeah, you yeah. look that up like any headlines on it, it passed the MCAT yeah and like yeah. some kind of doctors like of course it, passing doesn't mean like good score I mean it, it also passed the law for the law the bar for the lawyers I think yeah I think so yeah. too I think it was like 70 taking our job I think it was like 60 so barely a pass 
But yeah, we are going to fact check that imagine one. Imagine if you go to court and your lawyer pulls up ChatGPT <laughs> in the middle of court. That's <laughs> gonna be very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how far? Or like, okay, first of all, what do you think on the use of ChatGPT within an academic setting? We're all gonna go to college in like two, three, uh, three, four years, and we'll have to write our essays. Yeah. Are you going to be using ChatGPT on your college resume and essays? Honestly, no. Yeah, me neither. Like, is there a specific reason? Cause like, ChatGPT, yeah, I would, I would kind of recommend it to use it as like a personal use rather than an academic use. You can use it to improve your writing skills in your personal time, not for your academic yeah. uh, goals, achievements. Yeah. Cause like. I kind of, I kind of do feel that it's kind of cheating, cause like you're cutting w- through ways that people, other students took years to master, yeah. and you're by just using ChatGPT, you're just stealing away their scores. Yeah. And also, I think it's better. It will be better if you just hire someone else what? to work for your oh, resume gosh. rather than use ChatGPT. Wait, that's not allowed. No, it's, it's just like a. Yeah. I, I just think it's better or like you just get extra help from a person not a robot yeah because yeah. like they have more experience i guess and yeah, so if, like if you're gonna cheat you might as well get some knowledge yeah you just just yeah. get some oh knowledge. it's because <laughs> when you're with a with this person that's teaching you it's because they have to verbally explain it and you can ask questions to read for them yeah, to reiterate yeah. And you get like more learning experience out of it, but yeah. with ChatGPT, you're just control C, control Ving it. Yeah, I mean, like in the long term, I think using ChatGPT kind of makes it dumber, and it, it's bad for both academic and just literature, like prose. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's, I agree with that. Yeah, all the all the same dudes are writing it. I think ChatGPT is gonna like in your sense of ChatGPT. Like, great literature writers like yeah. for example we're studying to- Tony Morrison yeah. in English class yeah. I think you, I mean you could probably try to ask ChatGPT to emulate her writing but even so I don't think it's gonna at the current state I think you're right in that department yeah. but it's not gonna be able to create a new style of writing it's only going to be able at excelling at copying what other revolutionaries have done yeah, because I, I I kept thinking as a like the great equalizer, yeah. because it's I don't know exactly what uh, data set it's using. Could you also try to look that up? Um, don't know what it's based on, like what information it's compiling, but it, there's gonna be a lot of good stuff and a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, right. right. I mean, I actually used ChatGPT once to create a essay. Like I asked okay. it to write an essay about something. Okay. Did you submit it somewhere? Confession. No, no. <laughs> I, I used it as a personal use because, okay. like, my dad asked me about something. And you write an essay to answer him? <laughs> no, he was asking because, uh, like, he works in the business side. He asks oh. me how much potential there is for ChatGPT. Oh, so I tried yeah. to write an. Oh, uh, I tried to ask ChatGPT to oh. write an essay yeah, about something. Clever. Yeah, that's pretty clever. But I don't know if I asked the question in a wrong way but the essay was very primitive and um, yeah they it, usually are yeah there was it was basic and there was nothing surprising about it so Lame. you're saying chat gpt if used in an academic setting like it's not 
it's gonna it's not gonna fail but it's not gonna be give you a plus it's probably gonna give you like a c or and especially like in college like academic settings like high school and college it, the gradings really depend on the professors and teachers yeah. so true. you have to find a way to write you know a style your teachers prefers but chat gpt really can't get that out of it I mean, so the only reason i think it passed mcan and the bar exam is because it's it's just a computer you know it, yeah. it can like put in knowledge that I mean if you give knows. me Google I could probably pass yeah. that yeah that's true <laughs> I, mean, I mean the sentences are really bland from what I hear and they're all really like primitive like Joshua said so I guess if you use it for academic settings it's not gonna get you an A or even a B I so personally use ChatGPT as like a search engine oh, you know instead of nice. Google cause you know, Google will lead you to websites, but it's kind of hard to find facts from Google. I it's like find that very uncomfortable, though. Because, like, for Google, there's... I mean, because with Google, you get the source. It's this yeah. It's this thing. The but with ChatGPT, you have no hell the well, idea like, what the source is. If you ask a question to ChatGPT, it rambles for minutes and seconds. <laughs> like, Google, you just search, and there's a website, and then there's some descriptions beneath, but ChatGPT goes on forever. I feel like... I feel like ChatGPT is the upgraded version of the Wikipedia search engine. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Wikipedia like, it's is very always dubious source. Yeah. <laughs> but Wikipedia is always supreme to everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, you can. I mean, it's like, uh, I'd say about like sixty percent of the time, Wikipedia is like correct. Yeah. I mean, so I, I I think of it like that way. Like it's a big Wikipedia source engine, uh, yeah. search engine yeah. without the source. I mean, I'm. ChatGPT is also kind of based on Wikipedia because it's based on the internet. Is and it though? There's, there's, uh, the chat. I do find the, you know, ChatGPT probably gets its information from Wikipedia too. Yeah, and I don't know why teachers don't like assigning sources as Wikipedia. I searched. I asked ChatGPT about where they get their sources from, and one of the sources was Reddit. Reddit. Okay. Yeah. okay. It like says here. It says there. here. The uh, we got new information. The model it was trained using the text databases from the internet. This includes 570 gigabytes of data obtained from books, web texts, Wikipedia articles, see? and other see? pieces of writing on the internet. This is Man. from sciencefocus.com. Thanks. Yeah. ChatGPT is just Wikipedia. ChatGPT literally like goes into like am I the asshole and subreddits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, ChatGPT in like if we're comparing again to Google, it only has sources from I think before 2021. So if you ask the current president, yeah. it can't answer it. It'll yeah, probably yeah, say like yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Because oh. it's only limited to 2021. Well, I think yeah, it's yeah. 2021. Why don't they update yeah. it? Um, because the updated version is more expensive and it's not oh. open to the public. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, what's the, okay? So we already established that ChatGPT is probably not going to replace students in terms of academic writing. And, but then some teachers are looking or consider the possibility that ChatGPT will be used as tools. What do you think about it in general? Like, what do you see the AI future being? Honestly, I'm scared of the AI future. Cause like, I always tell, tell this to my friends and families, but if, if AI comes out in the market and it becomes so popular that everyone is using it, then I'm gonna go to li- go to the forest and live alone. Cause like it's so scary of how the AI is gathering so much information in such a short amount of time, and 
like that's actually scary because like they can track you down. They can dox you. It's like it's like Terminator. <laughs> it's like Terminator movie. It's like a doxing machine. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> but like in an academic level, um, I still dislike using it. But it's actually kind of surprising that some teachers in our school actually approve. Using ChatGPT. No, I think like we shouldn't try to condemn it as a whole, I and mean, we should try to integrate it with our learning because it's like a new tool, and we should try to utilize it. Yeah, that's true. So the teachers might not like it, but their kids probably will like it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the same thing as you. I feel like the developers of OpenAI are very treading this. As carefully as they can, yeah. while being still relevant, because I think they understand the gravity of and importance their products have on the entirety of the human race. And even now, like I think they made some updates to ChatGPT where it won't answer if they're not a hundred or like a certain amount of percent sure that what the information they say is correct. And I mean. I still think it's gonna improve, and like personally, I am a data fanatic, and I love information. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, like when Google first came out, teachers didn't approve the use of it, but now we can't live without it. Yeah, now they the just go thing. like say, "Oh, look, 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 plagiarism just Google checker." It. Like, imagine. Chat GPT being used as a plagiarism checker. That's gonna be the most accurate plagiarism checker out there in the market. Yeah, I think they're only looking at the dark side of it. You know, you can yeah. use it for a lot. Like like you said, you can use it for research and like a lot of different stuff. I want like a representative from OpenAI to come and like on like a, give a speech on the defense of AR and kind of make it as transparent as possible, because. I think like, they're too busy for that. But it's I, crazy because, like, if you're trying to write an academic essay or something, you'll probably have to rely on a source that's primary or secondary, and you have to probably go to websites that's exactly. Official. Yeah, citing sources is never gonna go away, yeah. and ChatGPT doesn't cite sources, so Loser. it itself in an academic set- setting is not gonna be reliable, and that's yeah. just true for its current being, and. Well, that's the difference between ChatGPT and Google. Well, I think like plagiarism's fine, but I think plagiarism coded. Hear me through. Uh, but the reason why ChatGPT sucks because it it can't make jokes in the essay. I think that's that's why. It's oh, terrible. it won't give out your unique personality. Yeah, because yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, it can't give you a good hook sentence. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That. Yeah. So that was ChatGPT and. I mean, we all. I think we all agree when we say AI is not gonna go away anytime soon. It's only okay. probably gonna get yeah. more intense. Okay, that's a pretty heavy topic. Yeah, that was a heavy topic, but you know, AI is just only one aspect of the technologies of the future. See this great segue to the other topic. Uh, recently, Boston Dynamics released a video. Oh, of their really cool though. of their robot Atlas. It was really cool. It was okay. Let me describe the video. It's on YouTube. Go see it if you're listening to this. Uh, it's this worker. Like it's all stage and stuff like that. But a worker was working on something kind of a couple floors up a like like fake building or something like that. And then they didn't have a tool because they left their toolbox on the ground. Yeah. So they just touch on their tablet and then. Atlas just stands up, grabs a toolbox, oh. walks up this like 
obstacle yeah obstacle it's like basically an obstacle course but it's not just like a straight line you have to jump. he like jumps and climbs up stuff and knocks things down to make you know uh, foot places and stuff like that and like for the cost it took to build that robot, you could get like a thousand dudes to do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. But then I think uh, we already have like machines and, and robots yeah. in like factories and like Tesla's Gigafactory is very famous for using as as less human as possible. Yeah. But I think what Boston Dynamics wants to do is to push the sort of limits. Yeah, push the limits of robotics because we all think like, oh, robots can't make their own decision based on their surroundings. And Boston Dynamics is showing that like, you know, if we run this program a thousand times, he'll do it once. I mean, the Boston Dynamics videos are really popular for like them abusing the robots. Oh yeah, that's true. They push it. They push it around all the time. (laughs) But um, I'm not worried about Boston Dynamics. Like they cook up the weirdest things. Yeah, right, right. But I mean. I trust them. <laughs> I mean, they're like an engineering meth house. <laughs> yeah. Every single stuff over there. But what did get me concerned is, you know, when, like, it's obvious, like, places like OpenAI and Boston Dynamics, they're, they're clearly the Thomas Edison's of this generation, right? It's like the whole team is, like, cooking up something that will wow the world. But these places uh, are being bought out by companies so OpenAI was recently bought out for a large amount of money by Microsoft and their plans was to bring OpenAI into Bing which is their um I totally forgot about that Bing existed. Yeah, it's it's their it's their search engine that nobody uses, yeah. and they only use it because it's tied into Microsoft stuff. I mean, like I think Microsoft employees use Google. And Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Who uses Bing? I mean, their hope. I think their hope is for open, uh, you know, ChatGPT to yeah. make their search engine more better and their move their focus to more AI and like text-based stuff. But then like moving off of ChatGPT, I don't want to stay too down on that topic, but then even Boston Dynamics were bought out by Hyundai, Hyundai Motors. Oh really? Yeah, of Korea. They were bought out by Hyundai Motors, or I'm not entirely sure if they were bought out 100%, but a large portion of them were bought out by Hyundai Motors. I actually think it helps them grow. Yeah, because Boston Dynamics was suffering yeah. financially because they, they cook up the weirdest things and it takes a lot of money, but they're not being funded enough. Yeah, yeah. And so when, when I heard the news, I was like, oh, good. Hyundai Motors is yeah. investing and developing, you know, better technology. These robots could potentially make our workplaces safer and more efficient. Yeah. But on the other hand, Microsoft and Hyundai are both companies that like to make money. And when money capitalism, when money when he I gets mean, into the Boston thing, Dynamics probably likes making money too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not saying like ChatGPT, uh, OpenAI, or Boston Dynamics doesn't like making money. I'm just worried that maybe in the future, their decisions, their more ethic or moral decisions, might be swayed by green. Well, I'm a big corporate sellout, so I really wish that more and more companies get sold out and the enough funding they need you know because big companies when they buy them out they give them a lot of money and you can almost guarantee stable funding for their research yeah unless you know they just steal their work and make a product that flops i mean well like <laughs> that's their efforts too <laughs> okay 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 as a pro-humanist like me i think 
the fact that Boston Dynamics is buying is bought out by these big shot companies are kind of concerning to the current society and I even think furthermore I even think that the stuff the activities that Boston Dynamics are doing is kind of uh, not good for the current humanity hmm. can you elaborate is if you think about it these companies and these robotics and AI business is not for the majority of the people of the population it is like it's for the rich people to save cut I wouldn't say costs, I, okay to I wouldn't cut say costs <laughs> off of their factory to stop paying people and just use robots because how many people are working for factories around it? there's a lot of people right yeah. but if you just replace them with robots. What will they do? They have no jobs left, and especially in this time That's of an overpopulating country or country or world, then what what kind of benefits do we have to just create a robot and replace our, like ourselves? You could you could uh, pass the time with doing ChatGPT well, while you're unemployed. We need money, right? <laughs> and how do we make money? We need jobs. But if those people just lose its jobs, then probably. It'll probably be bad for our economy. And I'm not that smart to answer your, your concern. Well, I'm like, that smart, so let me answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't. I genuinely can't think of a, a situation where, like, a new technology. I mean, like, think about it. When people started farming, they made a lot of babies because they want more people to work on their farms, and yeah. then suddenly someone invented the tractor and the yeah. plow. And suddenly, we need a lot less people to make a lot more grain. Yeah. And did that kill out the farmers? Not really. But then, do they work off of uh, fiat money like art? Do they use greenbacks? No, they just Whoa. farm what and the? they use their products to, like, they u- literally eat their products, right? Yeah. Yeah. Th- I think that's. I a mean, they, they sell them too. They don't just eat yeah, exactly. anything they harvest. I mean, they do, but like for factory workers. Do they eat the stuff that they make? No, that's they, impossible. They could if they wanted to. Yeah, but is it nutritious? <laughs> no, I don't. But okay, let's think about this. Let's think about this. Sure, a lot of people are, and a lot of people are gonna lose their jobs, and a lot of people are gonna get like lose their minimum wage jobs. But if you think about it, I mean, maybe because I'm not saying that like factories will be like no longer human populated. I mean, even like in Tesla's Gigafactory, which I argue is probably the no, the factory with the least amount of people possible yeah. they still have a lot of people checking the robots work making sure nothing goes wrong because what robots can't do is prepare for unexpected situations but are they unskilled workers what do you mean like are those factory checkers unskilled workers that's what i'm saying we maybe we should maybe it's time here. to <laughs> maybe it's time to eliminate the unskilled what worker. The what the hell do you mean by that? <laughs> Genocide? Are, are no, I'm not saying like. I'm not saying like. Justin saying kill, kill the poor. I'm yeah, saying yeah. that like. Castle Justin. Maybe maybe it's time for human race as a whole is being more specialized now. You know, like. That's exactly what Hitler says. <laughs> but that's just an idea. How are you gonna achieve? How? how I'm just how thinking. I'm. This is a thought thought thing. Like. If we train people to be good factory managers and good robot 
supervisors, they're gonna be good factory managers and good robot supervisors. But that's even, not gonna happen. Yeah, right? Even if they get trained, there's still a limited amount of jobs, you know. And I, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. If your argument is lower job, like less jobs, I can't say like you got me that. We won. But what I'm saying yes, is that maybe, <laughs> maybe just just maybe I'm losing this argument here. Uh, you know, nobody's gonna look down on people working in factories anymore because there's nobody working there anymore no because people they are gonna legit have a very high level of education required job but only yeah. so much of those uh ex-factory workers will be i mean of, of course of course i'm not i'm not saying that like this is good for the job market I'm, it's terrible for the job market but <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying it's a thought to consider when you're I you think thinking about to achieve to go with your uh, idea I think we need to reduce the population first of it yeah. and we, need we to, are kind of overpopulated we have to overgo some more quarantines and some yeah. pandemics then I think that'll be well, you're blaming me for genocide <laughs> and you're hearing this thing <laughs> I just hope that the development is just kind of gets stunned until I get to have a job you know? yeah yeah <laughs> After that, I don't care. As a person who's aiming for a college to get a job, this is just threatening. Life threatening. Yeah. yeah. But more robots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, it's really silly how humans are being outperformed by robots. Yeah. I mean, still, it's in like, some throw industries. Them, throw them some water. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> see how they do. In some industries, like, using humans are cheaper. Yeah, right, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like people like say like their their robots are replacing us. Like yeah. not not all the time. Like yeah. I know like making guitars, yeah. like electric guitars, they aren't done by yeah, um, it takes expertise. You know the the pair of robotic arms that like makes coffee and stuff. I, I think, saw yeah, one. Those I ones. think that's yeah. really pointless because. Like a robot that makes coffee is just a vending machine. I, I, I think when <laughs> <laughs> I think when people say like, oh, I think it's just gonna be a bigger contrast in between like what people want their feet nuance and what people want their to be precision. Because in some industries, precision is everything. Like when you're yeah, making yeah, medicine, yeah. oh, you want that precision <laughs> to uh to a T, bro. Like you overdose a little bit, and that that's good. But for like coffee, people enjoy the nuances. They don't want you know the same cup of right. every time. So I think baristas are still gonna be around. I mean, like even with precision requiring jobs, you still want people because like, what if they malfunction? What if they like yeah, give true. fifteen doses of morphine to some dude and now he's just convulsing? There's everywhere. always gonna be a. I think people say, "Oh, humans are unreliable." Yeah. Human error. I think if human is the humans are the ones checking the job i think they'll be a, do a lot better yeah i think if if ai in, improves to a certain level we can just kind of all change to communism <laughs> yeah i literally think that it's yeah. like because all the all the the low-end jobs yeah AI i feel like place. if all the jobs are managed or took taken by robots and ais then there's no really much meaning for the economy and stuff we can just do whatever we want right yeah okay i mean like economy and, and grammar is all made up yeah <laughs> nothing's real it's all made up by humans to yeah. make a better system and live better yeah okay so to summarize you Nothing's think <laughs> it's all a social it's all lie. Yeah. ai is definitely still coming but it might be a risk to our 
job market as in the point of the employee yeah yeah okay so I wanna throw in one last topic from this theme and that's gonna be what do you think about AI art it's horrible as a person who's really passionate about art and drawing and stuff like that I really despise it cause yeah. like it really takes out the fun of art and the creati- yeah, creativity of yeah. art they're only focusing on the technical aspects yes and they don't true. even do it real yeah. yeah yeah that's one thing why I agree to all of you yeah. where people think of as art as something good to look at and for a lot of people it is like oh that thing's pretty I like it that's good art but sometimes <laughs> like like the most simplest things can have the most deepest yeah. meanings and think that meaning is what alleviates or increases the meaning or worth of that art I mean, piece but then again I, I feel like that maybe this is what people thought of uh, artists like Marcel Duchamp or Andy Warhol in the first time or even you know like impressionists were not considered to be great artists when they first came out you know yeah but I think this is a theory of mine yeah a game you know people when imagine when digital art first came out do you think it got like crucified i don't know i wasn't around at that era but do you think like oh you're a digital artist (laughs) disgusting you think people are like that i think digital art probably worth you know exactly yeah so i think that there's gonna be people that specifically draw with ai art they're gonna use AI as their brush. But then it comes to that dilemma where who's the painter? Is I it mean, the AI like, or is it the one? Most people only command? use AI art these days for like commission pornography, you know? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. Like, you go on yeah. Twitter, it's all that. I mean, I think a lot of people who want AI products, is, or like AI art products, are people who focus only on the result. Like, they don't care about the nuance or the meaning or doing it in a specific style. They care about it looking good. And this is a story I heard. Yeah. Uh, someone, you know, like, the someone went to this, like, their husband, uh, their, their brother-in-law's place. And then they saw a bunch of space photos hanging on the, the wall. And then they're like, oh, is that the new photos from the James Webb telescope? Yeah. And then... The, the, the brother-in-law was like no that's just some it's like space pictures I got from the <laughs> AI and just like printed it and posted it on my wall I mean like, like space pictures are so easy to replicate by AI. I mean yeah that's my just point like if you're gonna do something like that where you only care about the outcome I feel like people are gonna start using AI to like lie to get girls you know <laughs> if they can like lie about having pictures from the James Webb and then think of all the lies they could conjure up to get girls you know? I think like the most saddest part of AI art is that despite these controversies about AI art and how uh, people are saying artists mainly are saying that it's not art I think just the common people will just use AI art and start I mean that's the that's the problem with yeah. everything that hits mainstream if when you're trying to give it to a large amount of people, the best results is always going to be the most simplest, the most generalist thing. And that's been for every industry. Think of photography. When the camera was invented in like the 1800s or something like that. Yeah. I mean, 
photography people only with people with only people with cameras could actually become a photographer and since then it's been like 200 years where the skill has been developed where many people spent their lives on like holding this craft and then like they invest thousands of dollars in equipment and like consider everything but now people just go hey hey iphone click click (laughs) hey hey and like to them it's probably like traversing like how dare you use that <laughs> 30 12 megapixel camera on your phone you, it's not even in focus it's using computational uh, <laughs> imagery and then and they have their like dl set cameras yeah. and like this is real art and then you know the average person you, you go hey guys this is my snapchat video i took it with my selfie camera yeah. i mean it's gonna i think it's gonna be the, like become sort of the same way where it's sad to say but i think artists are gonna be a little more harder because the the general person you know they don't care yeah this is why everyone wants to go to some major yeah this you, is why you know what's an even bigger threat than like ai art to art it's like nfts you know <laughs> i wasn't gonna talk about that because we've been really over like, me off so much I, we could make an entire podcast video just about yeah. nfts i mean they used the both together you know it's it's like a oh, money art, printing art machine. and ai yeah <laughs> They use AI to pump out NFTs that just means that's a that's a business billion idea. dollar business. Yeah. No, yeah. Artists drawing NFTs and selling them for overpriced money. Yeah. No, Zuckerberg. that's we are gonna pump machine out these NFTs yeah, for with it's AI like a art printing machine. Anybody who's making that idea, that's ideas from us. Yeah, like <laughs> Martin came up with yeah. that <laughs> infinite money glitch. <laughs> <laughs> But you think it's gonna be the same thing with economics where there's too much supply, the yeah, demand will yeah. fall. Yeah, I mean, like, like, why would you pay like 10,000 bucks for a picture of a damn monkey, you know? I don't get the point in NFTs. And the fact it is non-fungible, to me, it just reduces its value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, why? I think <laughs> that our current economy is not fit for these uh, new factors. I think the, the core part of the internet I think some people uh, said this about me. There's like a couple rules on the internet. It's like nobody said that, but if you break them, you're gonna you're gonna just you ruin yourself. Oh, we're getting kind of uh, ready over here. Yeah, I think one of them was don't make anything that was previously free, paid. Yeah. For like yeah. no improvement. Yeah. Um, I think that was the one of the. I can't really. I mean, think then of- explain prostitutes. No, but this is like on the internet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry and about that. No, like the general is always explain OnlyFans. I mean, <laughs> not a lot of people use OnlyFans, and I'm saying like the same product. Like for example, um, does anyone know about Clip Studio Paint? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so no, no. they recently they announced a tweet where they're gonna change change their program into a subscription service. Yeah. Which, if you think about like just at a glance the price is way lower if you're gonna buy the program but then people thought about it and they're saying i've used clip studio paint for five years i paid the original price for it and that's cheaper than paying it every month and so the all the artists went on riot (laughs) and then like other companies were like hey guys we're not a subscription service come to our place and legit it got, became so so big of a deal that they changed back it's yeah. no longer a subscription service yeah. and they um, retrieved their announcement and so no, that's like one you know example of like don't make things more expensive and if it's going to be the exact same product um 
with NFTs. And uh, also, coming off of that, don't make anything that's like the internet is designed to be copy pasted. Your ideas are gonna be. I'm not saying I condone this. I condone. I condone this. But your ideas are definitely gonna get stolen. Your jokes are getting stolen. But that's the internet because there's so much out there, and copy pasting and stealing other things yeah. work is all common. But now you're here on the internet and saying I'm gonna make things unfun, like non-fungible, like yeah. I'm gonna make it not copy pasteable. And then the average Twitter user goes, "Hey, hey, control C, control V, copy yeah, image." I'm just gonna screenshot every single one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, on the internet, uh, in real life, I think, I mean, uh, NFTs are just like. Paintings, yeah, like the real life version where you just there's only one of them like, and you like move There's moving a Twitter around. channel where the guy goes around screenshotting people's NFT profile photos and he uploaded a one terabyte file <laughs> of all the <laughs> confirmations of NFTs he could get. Yeah, so like it's it's pointless. It's, it's a waste I think of it's money. a very bad business strategy. But You're making buy into it, you know. I I know there's a lot of people that buy into it, but I'm not one of them. I'll probably I'm just gonna get me cancelled in the you future. I think it's it's a bad choice for the buyers, and it's a terrible economic and artistic device. But it's a good business idea. <laughs> it's what? Like, you, you just slap together some crappy digital art, and then you sell it for like what a million times its original price. Okay. The most expensive painting in the world that was sold was is the Mona Lisa. It's it was sold. I, didn't I mean the the Louvre ballet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, do would you pay? What do you think? There's gonna be a future where the most expensive painting in the world is gonna be an NFT. <laughs> Considering that people buy bananas that's stuck in the wall for like millions of dollars. Yeah. Modern hey, art. I like yeah, that. But, but I that's, like that's, that's, that's like, Don't go against that. I that's like, like the in banana. real life. Yeah, I, I think like there's a difference banana. between in real life and I the internet. Catlin. I love Catlin. Because like real Catlin. life things and the internet only made. You know, the real life is all about like not being replicatable. Considering that the first tweet was bought for millions of dollars, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, but just because people pay more money, does it have more artistic value? Absolutely not. But I feel like it's already overbitted the Mona Lisa or something, you know? Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah but anyways, NFTs, bad. Because terrible terrible business strategy you're you're paying for things that doesn't need to be paid <laughs> yeah i mean and the pictures are not even good like i seriously want to know why the hell they would buy them i, I think mean, it's, it's just, just like it's just they think of it yeah they think of it as investments dumb <laughs> <laughs> I think of it. it's just people being dumb like they bought gamestop stocks <laughs> <laughs> That's that's voting for Trump and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be quirky. You know the guy that led the entire GameStop the the phase. That guy disappeared off of Reddit. Okay. I mean, of yeah. course, <laughs> of <laughs> course. Everybody's trying to kill him. Okay, I think that's a good end spot okay. for our uh, talks. Do we on have a closing technology. I mean, if you want one. Okay. This was the apathetic life. Friendship is magical. You have any one-liners, Joshua? Life Kendall? is existential. Yeah, hell yeah. Great. Thanks for listening. Please call me. I hope I can get this edited and within a week. <laughs> <laughs> this is my goal. Thanks. Oh.